Good evening and welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the station of growth and transformation. Affiliate of Creative Broadcasting presents Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson with your host, Taiwana Wilson, as she welcomes her guest to the studio. Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson. I am your host, Taiwana Wilson. A little bit about myself. I am your leadership maven, medical laboratory scientist by background, best-selling author, owner and chief leadership consultant at Trendy Elite Coaching and Consulting Services, executive director with the John Maxwell team, Sindel Cars referral partner, and co-owner and creator of Direct Impact Broadcasting. Before we bring on my special guest for the evening, I want to thank my March radio show sponsor, Mr. Mark Naz Wilson of Second Samuel Transport, located in Cincinnati, Ohio. Also, thank you to my media mentors, Ms. Ashley Little and Kimberly McLemore of Talk Radio TV Network, LLP. And happy Sisterhood Month to all my sisters of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Today's special guest is Ms. Tiffany Wills. Tiffany Wills is a leadership authority who has great strength in motivational speaking, building exceptional leaders, and empowering others to perform at their highest levels. Her leadership strategies reflect the dynamic skills needed for personalized learning by business professionals as well as educators to transition from an individual contributor to a collaborative leader and teammate. Tiffany has been effective in contributing to changing the culture of business organizations in schools while reminding others to bring even the most complex challenges back to the basics. In 2015, Rustic Urban Life was founded by Tiffany Wills and one of her dear friends. Rustic Urban Life's aim is to remind people to amplify gratitude, to preserve the simplicity of things that work, and to focus on bringing people back to the essentials of being while acknowledging the demands of dynamic and fast-paced environments. Rustic Urban Life helps individuals and groups to identify what is important in their lives and encourages the simple and basic acts of living. Acts such as learning how to quickly make great food at home and fostering meaningful relationships throughout their community networks. Tiffany holds a Bachelor of Arts in Organizational Communications from Wright State University, a Master of Education in Montessori Education from Xavier University, as well as an MBA from the Fisher College of Business at The Ohio State University. Tiffany is a mother, an instructional leader, a graduate of the Bright New Leaders for Ohio program, a former NCAA Division I women's soccer standout, a three-year captain, and a U.S. Olympic Festival team alternate. Prior to her work as an instructional leader, Tiffany's leadership experience in the corporate sector spent over a decade in the adhesive, packaging, and supplier diversity industry. Tiffany was the youngest individual and only female in company history to be charged with leading the adhesive division responsible for meeting the needs of four Fortune 100 companies. She was also charged with creating and implementing the company's first supplier diversity initiative. Tiffany is a two-time recipient of the Captain's Award for motivating others to perform and was also named a YWCA Rising Star. 
She was a treasure. She has a treasured ability to communicate a clear vision of goals in order to implement training and support for professionals to collaborate and serve the needs of their stakeholders. Before transitioning into school administration, Tiffany taught first, second, and third grade students at a Title I neighborhood Montessori school in the Cincinnati Public School District. Tiffany currently holds a valid Ohio K-12 professional administrator's license, a professional K-12 teaching license, and an American Montessori Society Elementary One credential. She is an active member of the Cincinnati Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Tiffany is, an, is active in her church, loves creating homemade meals, and enjoying the moment. She is also a sports enthusiast. When Tiffany is not watching her daughter play college basketball or watching her son play college football, she is playing soccer herself. Greetings, greetings, my friend, Miss Tiffany Wills. How are you doing this evening? I am amazing. How are you? How are you, Taiwana? I am blessed. Thank you for asking. So jump right in. Tell the listeners about your journey to leadership and how did you get to where you are today? Oh, wow. Well, my journey to leadership started with having amazing parents. You know, my parents groomed me to be an advocate for myself at an early age. Believe it or not, I was a quiet child. So through that, I was introduced to to soccer, and then that totally changed my personality and, and such. And and I became a captain young at a Division One soccer program as a freshman, and this experience gave me the courage to lead with confidence. So I've had a number of adversities, but, but again, referencing my amazing parents and competition and sports, I developed a winning and inquisitive mindset. And that's, that's how I've ended up where I am today. That's awesome. So your early feats with sports and soccer and your parents have definitely uh, led you on your journey uh, to leadership starting early. So, Tiffany, as we know, leaders come from all different backgrounds with all different strengths. I know you have spent over a decade in corporate America before switching to the public education sector. So what strengths do you feel were important for you to be successful and thrive as a leader in both industries. You know, I, I am good at building relationships, fortunately, um, and relationships are key. Relationships are key to whatever it is that you're doing. And, and I, I also learned what questions to ask and, and when to ask them. Um, in essence, I, I learned how to be a, a dandelion, and that's, that's a, something that's near and dear to me. You may ask, you know, what, why do I say dandelion? It's because dandelions, they, they just they don't go away, and I would not go away. I kept coming back and learning more. Um, the dandelion pops up in lawns whether you want them or not. They're, they're among the most familiar plants with unmistakable characteristics. Um, everyone knows what a, what a dandelion is and what it looks like. They open up to greet the morning and they close in the evening to go to sleep. And every part of the dandelion is useful. So I've used that for myself and making myself indispensable, making myself familiar with other things and, and building on those to make it so that, that I would have to be indispensable and moving forward. 
Wow, that's 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 awesome. And when you talk about building relationships, building relationships is is priceless, uh, and it's essential to doing business in in the any industry. And so I'm happy that you mentioned about building relationships and how key that was, and asking the right questions, asking a uh, good question. So as we know, good leaders ask great questions. If you don't know, if you don't ask, you don't know, right? So what has been some of the best questions that you have asked that made a big difference on your path? You know, um, I I always ask other people, what's your why? You know, some of the best questions are open-ended, but when you ask someone what's their why, um, and I I almost always ask myself why, and this typically leads me to the appropriate question that I need to ask at that time. And oftentimes I may think that I know the why, but it's not until the question is answered that you truly discover the depth of the situation that's at hand. So while I, I couldn't say or I wouldn't say what the best question is, um, because that's situational, but I think that if you, if you're, if you start with the why, it's going to lead you to ask questions because if you know why, you know the ins and outs and the makings of whatever it is that you're dealing with or confronting. Has there been, as we think about those good questions or great questions to ask, have, has there been any along your way that you wish you would have asked that you didn't ask? That you're like, um, man, I wish I would have asked that. I wish I would have, I wish I would have just said, you know, what are you looking for uh, in this position or what are you looking for for this business or, you know, what are you looking for out of this uh, effective relationship? Well, um, I was always the person, you know, that's that's a, um, a different question for me because I was always that person that was asked to join the meetings by um, execs to, to ask and poke the holes in things because I did. I was just a very inquisitive person, and I still am. Um, so I don't really have one that I didn't ask, but I do think that we, we as leaders have to teach people not to be afraid to ask because this is how you make your, your organization better, by having people to ask the questions, even when they're tough, or unexpected, because when we ask questions that maybe someone else hasn't answered, it, it takes a, the organization in a different direction and a different way of thought so that we can be better. Great, great. That's good information. So how has your professional career helped you in your business, Rustic Urban Life? I want to hear a little bit more about Rustic Urban Life and getting back to the simple things, getting back to the basics. We're in such a time where it's technology and go, 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 and, and being working professionals. So I'm, I'm interested in hearing about this getting back to the basics in, in 2019. What does that look like? Well, you know, Rustic Urban Life, it really helped me to slow down and go back to the basics. You know, it helped me to fail forward and to be flexible. So honestly, that's how Rustic Urban Life came to be plain and simple, like things used to be. And that, that's how that became the tagline for Rustic Urban Life. Um, if you look at any area of life, you can always go back to the basics, and the basics will always work. 
So if you when you start out, if it's a computer program and you do the basic, like a DOS system, a DOS system still works today. If you look at um, the basics of teaching teaching a child how to read, that child, the same way that they learn how to read, if they're using the basic principles of, li- of literacy. So um, it doesn't matter if you're in your corporate career or if you're in education, whether you're learning or teaching and your lifestyle and the preparation of your meals, your relationships, the list is infinite. But go back to the basics so that you can build on that and kind of slow things down a little bit. It's, it's always okay to press pause. And that's what Rust and Government Life does. We teach you how to press pause and start over from the basics and start with your foundations to move forward in a good place. Excellent. Awesome. Always okay to press pause. I'm going to remember that as I go throughout each and every day of running on 110% on most days, uh, that it is okay to stop and press mm-hmm. pause because Ms. Tiffany yes. Wills and, and Rustic Urban Life has let me know that that is okay to do. It, it is. When, and when you – no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. No, you go when ahead. We, when, we press, when we press pause – um, it, it allows us to to stop and think and slow it down because sometimes, you know, running at 110% is not sustainable. So we, we want to be, be great. And, you, and, and if you want to stay great, you got to make sure you're taking care of yourself and, and doing things the way that they can sustainably be done. And how have you been able to manage that? I know when you were in the corporate space, uh, you were very busy and, and probably running at at uh, full speed, full capacity, traveling all over the world uh, for these Fortune 100 companies. How has that been transitioning to the education uh, arena and maintaining that, that sense of self and balance and slowing down, or, or have you been able to do that? You know, that is a priority that I made a promise to myself to do um, before I left corporate America. And coming to education, you know, a lot of people think that it's drastically different. It's not. You know, as, a, as a, I learned when I became a teacher and now as an administrator, um, we have to manage. We pour so much of ourselves into other people. Um, teachers pour themselves into students and administrators pour themselves into teachers and students. So it's, it's, it's very important to, to have a self-care regimen and allow yourself to relax and surround yourself with people who will, will contribute to that and not take away from that and to, uh, to help to make you better. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Thank you for that. You so, know, it, it, it's something that we forget as, we, as professionals, whether you're in education or if you're in um, the private sector of things. We forget to, we're on the climb, if you will. Everybody wants to be the best, and that's the, the society that we live in today. And so it, it's kind of not the norm to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and, and keeping your family first, because at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day, your family is going to be there, and they will miss you when you're gone. You might not be able to say that for the organization that you're serving. That's great. That's great. I I am in groups with a lot of influential women and influential people, and especially with the women, one of the biggest things that always comes up 
is work-life balance. How do you balance mm-hmm. that? That's always one of those topics that comes up uh, for women who are trying to manage being wives and mothers and corporate executives. And that question comes up like, well, how do you do it all? Or should you do it all? Is it okay right. if you don't do it all? You know, mm-hmm. so I, I think uh, those principles that you stand on, as you said, you know, your family will always be there. And at the end of the yeah. day, you have to figure out what those priorities are for you uh, in your life. So that that's excellent information that, uh, that we can use each and every day. With success, though, comes some failures, right? So we have mm-hmm. all failed at one time or another, whether it has been we failed at a test. And I know I have failed several tests. I'm like, okay, now I'm like, Am I going to pass this time? You know, or made a bad decision, costly investments, and the list goes on and on and on. So tell us about one of your biggest learning lessons in your career or business, and what did you learn from it? What did you learn from that opportunity? Well, I will, I will tell you what I learned first, <laughs> and then I will go back to how I got to that. Um, what I learned is that we, we have to position ourselves within our relationships for people to be able to be transparent with us. So we don't want to ever put someone in a, in a position or a situation where they um, do not feel comfortable sharing what the situation is, the truth, or um, for fear of hurting you, hurting your feelings, or damaging the relationship. I want you to be able to come to me with anything. Um, so... I say that to say, you know, one of the, the, I would say maybe a failure would be being thorough and prepared because you, one thinks that they are thorough and prepared. That's why they move forward thinking that they're thorough, they have been thorough, and that they are prepared. Well, sometimes when you're walking in a new path, you think that you have all the I's dotted and the T's crossed, and it's not until you find yourself in the thick of it that you realize that you were not as prepared as you thought and that there were people around you that knew that you were not prepared, but they were maybe intimidated in telling you that you were not prepared. So, you know, at a very early time in my career was when I, I realized that um, people thought that I was young and would not be able to handle them telling me that, that I needed extra things. And so it wasn't until I told them, no, I'm actually, I'm actually very confident in what I'm doing, and I'd like for you to tell me if something doesn't look right, and I can take that under advisement, and it is up to me to make the choice as to take that information or not. So that's why I say it's, it's, it's our responsibility to make sure that people know that they can come to us. And that's, again, in all of our relationships, in our corporate relationships and our family relationships. I'm sure everyone could think of a time where, someone in their family could have or should have shared something with them and they didn't because they didn't want to hurt their feelings or, or disturb the peace, if you will. That makes sense. That, that makes total sense. And definitely uh, positioning ourselves and, and uh, so that people feel transparent. So I, I talk to young leaders all the time, our youth all the time, and when I start off any of my talks with them, I always talk about the failures. Why? Because they see, you know, they see you today, they see you being 
professional. They see whatever degrees you got, cars you drive, you know, material things you might have. And they're like, man, I don't know that I can get to that level or, you know, what it takes. And and sometimes as leaders, uh, we don't always share those stories. And we know that, that there are always failures that come with success. You know, so I told the young people, yeah, you know, when I tried to take my driving test at 16, I didn't pass on the first time. When I took my ACT, you know, I got an 18 and took it twice and still got an 18. In college, I didn't graduate with a 3.0, you know, and and I tell them that because I want them to know that you're going to make some mistakes, you're going to have some failures along the way, but that doesn't dictate how your story ends. You have the power to change Mm -hmm. the narrative. So I know as you've been an educator and working with our young people, it's important, and I'm sure you could agree with that, that it's important for us as, as leaders and professionals that, you know, that have, you know, accomplished uh, things in our life that we share the, that transparency and share those stories with our young people. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I think that it's, um, it's, we have to reach back and mentor our young people that are coming up today. Um, a lot of times that's, that's what I refer to as a lost art because our communities have evolved into things where, we don't necessarily have conversations with people anymore. We have a very technology-based environment and society right now. So our young people are missing out on those. You know, they don't walk past the homes and they see an elderly, wise person on the porch that they can go and have a conversation with. Those communities are are getting smaller. So, you know, I, I was very, very fortunate to have very great mentors throughout my life um, and in and, and my, my professional career, even now, you know, um, in my corporate career, I was very blessed to have a, per, a woman by the name of Icy Williams. She was a retired, uh, she is a retired Procter & Gamble executive, was a phenomenal mentor to me. And I just happened to meet her coincidentally by speaking to her. I was at my first National Minority Supplier Diversity Conference, and she approached me just happened to walk into my space and I just said hello to her out of deference and respect to her and being um, a woman that was older than me and in, and we were sharing the space. Um, and her willingness to take me under her ring, her wing was refreshing and encouraging and, and I'm, I'm extremely grateful for her. Um, in my educational career, my, my, one of my mentors is Dr. Tom Meridata. This man is amazing. He he worked under the amazing Marva Collins and had a positively – he has positively impacted thousands of students and instructional leaders and teachers. And just to, to be able to have this man on speed dial for him to, to give me the guidance that I need is, is just – you can't compare that to anything. I mean, I, I could go on and on and they name mentors who've helped to, to guide my career, even in instruction now. Chris Grant, he's, he's a, a principal in the local Cincinnati area. You know, he didn't have to take the extra time to make sure that I was honing my skills as an instructional leader, and, and he did that and exposed me to other people who would hold me accountable 
and raise my level. And for that, I'm, I'm very, very grateful. So I think that it's, it's, it's invaluable to mentor other people and to be open to mentorship yourself, no matter how old you are or how far along in your career you are. I, I happen to, I don't like to say luck, but, you know, I, I started that climb because I just feel like I was, I was very blessed and I was a hard worker and it, and it happened to me, happened for me very quickly um, in my, my corporate life because I was willing to do whatever it took in a positive way. And I mean that to say if, if I needed to be the secretary for an hour, I could be the secretary for an hour. If I needed to fly to, to Germany and turn around and come right back because that's what the leader of the organization needed from me, I can make it happen. I didn't give the excuse or the reason why because it, it fit into what I needed to do at that moment. If I couldn't do it, I said I couldn't do it. But I was willing to do the work to get where I wanted to be. That is that is awesome. That is so awesome. And I'm so happy you touched on mentorship and the value of mentoring. Studies show that 59% of our youth who are mentored will improve their grades and 130% are more likely to hold leadership positions, and that's per the National Mentoring Partnership. And so, I mean, the studies show it, the value of mentoring. I, I think uh, it's imperative uh, as a professional today, you know, and not only just to have mentors uh, in your prof- professional space. You know, I have mentors in every realm. You know, whether it's in leadership, I have mentors, whether it's in uh, the business sector and entrepreneurial space, I have mentors. And even in uh, being a fairly new wife uh, for almost five years, I want to learn from those who have been, you know, wise for 40, 50, 60 years. And so it, the value and the power of, of mentoring uh, is really is is priceless, to say the least. What advice would you give to an emerging leader or one looking to reinvent themselves for finding leadership opportunities and ways to fill their professional toolbox? Well, you know, I would say be a lifelong learner, you know, um, connect with people outside of your comfort zone and, and diversify your network. Again, building relationships, it's key. You know, the, the, the target does not always have to be the CEO or the superintendent. Um, it could be the grandmother that you helped to the car with her groceries and her granddaughter just happens to be the CEO or the superintendent. And now you've made a connection by way of grandma, and all you did was help her to her car. So, you know, I, I, my advice would to be to never discount someone. And then if you're a lifelong learner and you're connecting with people outside of your comfort zone, that helps to fill your professional toolbox because you're exposing yourself to learning. And what about that people, what about those individuals that may feel I'm an individual contributor or I'm a frontline worker? I might not have opportunities to gain leadership experience in the workplace. So how do I, as, as a, a frontline uh, contributor, how do I find those leadership 
uh, opportunities or those ways to fill my professional toolbox if, if I'm not able to get it uh, inside of my workplace. Well, again, you have to get creative and thinking outside of the box. Sometimes it's, um, you know, everybody now is into social media and, and Google and looking at different events that you may sign up and go and, and make yourself present. Join um, professional organizations and in your area, and sometimes they're not traditional. And you may find yourself in a situation that you can discover that there are other people that are doing something similar to what you're doing, but in a different industry or and can expose you to different things. And if you are an individual contributor, I would challenge you to to become more of a collaborative contributor because, again, it goes back to getting outside of your comfort zone and diversifying your network. Because if you're always around this, if you're doing the same thing that you've been doing, you're not getting where you need to be, and maybe that means that we need to do something different. Got it. That's good. Get outside of your comfort zone. As we know, nothing ever grows in the comfort zone. So growth is intentional. What are you doing for professional and personal growth? Well, I'm a reflector. I say that not like as in a, a bike reflector, but I, I take time every night and when I am slowing myself down even more to reflect on, on each and every interaction that I've had with a person and so, and I ask myself, was I my was I my best self in that situation? Um, how could I have, what can I have done differently, or how can I have um, made that situation better or more pleasant for that other person? Um, that's what I do for my personal growth. For my professional go- growth, I- I'm a huge observer. Um, I ask leaders and wise people that I respect and that I admire. And sometimes I don't even know, but I like what they're doing. I'll ask them if I can observe them, you know, and, and, and I have developed relationships like that because people, you know, people who love to talk about themselves, they love to show you what they can do. And if you're willing to listen to them and if you're willing to, to take what they're doing and, and really learn from that, people are open to you coming in to, to, to witness that. Um, I also love to read. So, you know, that's something that has been near and dear to me since I was a child. And, again, I'm a lifelong learner. So, I mean, I, I have three degrees. So that, that, that's a, an example of someone who loves learning. You don't have to have a degree to learn. You don't have to go um, to the university to to attain that. But it's, it's definitely it's definitely a a necessity to be a lifelong learner in whatever your craft might be and in honing those skills. So what are you reading, Tiffany? What are you reading? You say you like to read. What kind of books are you reading? What are you reading right now? Um, I just read The Power of Habit by Duhigg. Um, I just finished that. That's the second time I've read that book. And, again, when I feel like I need to get a reboost in something, uh, I'll I'll reread something. Um, I read old. I collect and read old cookbooks again to get things back to the basics. You know, sometimes we have to 
to do things that are uh, are are necessary to get us back to to doing things simply, plain and simple, like things used to be, um, and and living a rustic urban life. So my next book, I'm it's by David Goggins. And so he was the uh, Navy SEAL. I, I forget the title, but but he that's the next book that I'm going to read here in the next next week if I don't pick up something else instead. But he was a Navy SEAL, and he basically said that you you discipline yourself to do what is that needs to be done, and it's not really based on motivation. It's based on discipline and getting it done. He was like one of the few people that have been a Navy SEAL, an Army Ranger, and something else but it looks like it's a good read and I'm going to check it out I'm oh, all that sounds interesting yeah, yeah that sounds interesting I would definitely like to hear more about that once mm-hmm. you uh, take a listen or take a read yes. so what t- <laughs> what tidbits of wisdom can you leave our listeners with that they can use in their personal and professional lives Make self-care a priority. Make self-care a priority. So while we're running and gunning and trying to climb to the top, you know, you have to be able to to sustain what you're doing. And you can't be out sick and all those things like that. Make self-care a priority. And being stressed out is not and overwhelmed is not healthy. Um, Go back to the basics. Live a rustic urban life. You know, make things plain and simple like things used to be. And that, that's going to help to sustain you and the greatness that you're doing and those contributions that you're making to whatever the organization is that you're, you're functioning in. Great tidbits. Those are all great tidbits, Ms. Tiffany. So what's next for you? What's next for you in your career, your business? Well, you know, What's next for me? I don't necessarily like to say what's next because I, I'm a big believer in my faith that what's for you is for you, and you know where God is leading me, then I will follow. So uh, I'm beginning to do speaking engagements or more speaking engagements, like I should say, and and I'm doing more of those engagements on uh, instructional leadership and how that relates to our our community and the expectations of our community, and and uh, also how we need to simplify our lives, um, you know, with rustic urban life and also with the instructional leadership, you know, people are combining the two at times and sometimes it's on both, on both ends of the spectrum. And so it's, it's interesting to see, see how that plans and how that, that falls out. Um, I'm also working on, on co-authoring a book with some fabulous, amazing women um, and I, I just can't wait for that to go, but that's going to be here in the next, probably within the year, within 2019, I'll, I'll be releasing a book with some other women, and that's going to be a, a great, great adventure as well. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. It sounds like you have a lot going on uh, this year and a lot of great things uh, with your speakers, speaking engagements, as well as with your upcoming book. That all sounds very exciting. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. So how can our listeners stay connected with you? Connected you know, with you and follow you and learn more about Rustic Urban Life? 
Well, my name is Tiffany with an I at the end. So it's T-I, F as in Frank, F as in Frank, A-N-I. Um, so if you'd like to be in touch with me, I am Tiffany Wills. You can find me on Facebook. But you can also email me at Tiffany at RusticUrbanLife.com. Um, on Instagram, we're Rustic underscore Urban Life. And on Facebook, we're Rustic Urban Life. And Urban Life is one word. So if, um, again, it's Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-I. You know, we help individuals and groups identify what is important in their lives and and encourages the simple and basic acts of living. Um, So you can support us by inviting us to speak at your event and visiting our website. Um, We're currently redesigning the website and, uh, and putting in a new logo at the moment, but it should definitely be up soon. So keep checking back at rusticurbanlife.com. All right. Is there any other way that we can support you, uh, support you in your educational uh, arena? Or is there anything outside of uh, helping with speaking engagements? Well, you know, I am all about connecting with fabulous people. And, and other instructional leaders and and just having a a, a wealth of, of people in a network that works together for the greater good of all. So if if someone wants to reach out to me so that we can go to the next level in that in that area of instructional leadership and, and children and schools um, I am willing to do that and willing to sit down and have a conversation on how, how we can connect. Awesome. Okay, well, we definitely would like to stay connected with you and, and support you in your endeavors uh, with your business, uh, with your educational endeavors, uh, with your class, or leveraging those relationships. Anything else you want to leave our listeners with this evening? You know, there is value in simplifying your life with respect to, you know, having a homemade meal, you know, making sure that your relationship is where you would like for it to be, and and your contributions to the organizations that you serve. So I would like to leave you with live a rustic urban life. Go back to the basics plain and simple like things used to be. Thank you, Tywana. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to give me an opportunity to interview you today. It was an honor to have you, Miss Tiffany, as a guest. Many blessings and much success to you on your journey. So thank you so much for being here tonight. I appreciate that. Thank you, and good luck to you as well. This is an amazing thing that you have here with your show, and and I am honored to have been selected as a guest. Thank you very much. Thank you. So thank you, listener audience, for tuning in tonight with our special guest, Ms. Tiffany Wills, where she gave us tons of tidbits of information, tons of leadership tidbits. Know your why. Building those relationships, relationships that matter. Be a lifelong learner. The importance of mentorship and having a mentor. Connecting with people outside of your comfort zone. Making self-care a priority and why it's important to get back 
to the basics, getting back to those simple things in life, value and simplifying your life and living a rustic urban life. All of those great tidbits, Miss Tiffany, uh, has left us with tonight. So please tune in next week to hear from another amazing leader. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can send us an email at dibroadcasting at trendyelitellc.com. That's dibroadcasting at trendyelitellc.com. Or if you're interested in being a radio show sponsor, you can also send an email to that same address. So thank you so much for listening in. And until next time, my friends, have a good evening. Thank you, friends, for tuning in to another episode of Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson, where Taiwana speaks with leaders who share nuggets of wisdom that you can use in your personal and professional life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Coach T. Wilson. Connect on LinkedIn or visit www.coachtwilson.com. And remember, in life, learn as much as you can, appreciate often, and lead fearlessly. 